Do women know what they want when it comes to dating, sex, relationships, and men? I've heard it said before that you can't ask dating or seduction advice from a woman because it's like asking a fish how to catch a fish instead of asking the fisherman. And if you think about that logically, that's a really fucked up analogy because it assumes that women are a prey that doesn't want to be caught. And that's a really bad mindset to go into seduction. So it's actually more like asking a fish how it likes to be fucked by other fish. <laughs> so that's what it's really like. So it is my belief that yes, you certainly can get insight from talking to women about their desires. And that is definitely how I learned a lot of my seduction abilities was talking to women. And of course, not all women. There's plenty of women just like men who are completely unaware, who don't really know why they have certain motivations, who are very reactive. And then there's also women that are very insightful and very intuitive and understand and can verbalize what it is that they like and want. So. I decided to sit down with five very beautiful, very interesting and intelligent women, myself interviewing them one-on-one, -on -one, and I hope you guys enjoy this because it gives you some interesting insights into what's going on inside the female mind. A lot of this reinforced, reaffirmed what it is that we teach at TNL, and there were also some interesting surprises as well. So please enjoy Inside the Brain of Hot Girls on TNL Couch. Welcome to the Natural Lifestyles Podcast with your hosts, James Marshall and Liam McRae, where we will be diving deep into the issues of modern masculinity, seduction, dating, lifestyle design, sexuality, psychedelics, you name it. This is the Natural Lifestyles Podcast. Well, firstly, do you have experiences where men come and approach you in, let's say, whatever, on the streets or in a cafe or, or in bars or clubs? Is that something that's happened to you in your life? Mm, no, not really. Okay, so you've never had a man come up on the street and, and say, like, I saw you there, I thought, you know, you look cute, I wanted to talk to you or something like that? No, only in parties. Okay. Yeah. If a man was to do that, let's say, he, and he did it in a good way, okay, so he wasn't creepy or weird or anything, <laughs> but if he did come and speak to you on the street, do you think you would chat to him? You would, you, would you be open to that? Yeah, I would love that because I think it's, it's more easier to contact with girls in this way, not just in parties. Mm -hmm. And I would think that, okay, if he is good looking and interesting and anything and not creepy, I would say that, oh, okay, he's really confident. Mm -hmm. Ah, okay, <laughs> I would love that. You mentioned the word creepy. What does that mean to you? Like, how, how, how do you know if a guy's creepy? What tells you he's creepy? as opposed to confident? <laughs> well, it is creepy when somebody's just staring me for minutes and not talk to me and he's just not coming to me, just staring. Mm -hmm. That is really creepy, <laughs> I think. So you've had that experience, I guess? Yes, mm -hmm. yes, many times on the bus or anywhere on the street. Right. <clears throat> but if a man was to come and, let's say there's two situations, a man comes and says, oh, hi, uh, do you know what the time is? or where is the Starbucks or something. Some, he's asking some random question. As, or he comes over and says, I saw you there, I think you look really adorable. What's your name? Which one's better and why? I think the last one would be better. Mm -hmm. Because then I would know that, yeah, he really want to meet me and not just asking some silly questions. Right, okay. So much better to be clear than to yes. use some excuse. Yes. Let's say in a normal day, let's say a Friday, from starting work through to going out and partying with the girls later at night, what kind of attention would you usually be getting during mm. one day? On the streets, from the workers, sometimes they, you know, like... They whistle? Yeah. That's the same everywhere in the world, it's hilarious. Every country in the world, they do that. In the metro, sometimes, you know, there are men smiling at me, mm -hmm. some shop assistants, flirting sometimes. What does it feel like to do that? Like to have every day being something where you're the object of people's attention? Like, does that affect you in some way? You know, when I just, you know, wanna go to somewhere and really just disappear or just go to the gym and really just, you know, don't look at me, then it's not good. It's, it feels awkward sometimes. And it's also not good when, let's say I, I'm standing in a line and there is in front of me a middle-aged chubby woman and the, the guy is asking me what I want and she, she was the first in Starbucks. Right. It's, it's not good attention. Mm -hmm. 
and this is not a good feeling for me. So yeah, so this is is for me it's not not a nice feeling. Like the same with drinks because I feel that I own something and I don't like this feeling. I can buy this if I want mm -hmm. and you don't I don't know you. So why are you giving me drinks or free price or yeah or free um, you know like advantages advantages yeah. yeah because it's not really free like because yeah the because they expect something back mm -hmm. but uh, believe me if if I'm interested in you I will I will I will act the same way if you give me a drink or if you don't mm -hmm. let's say in in the afternoon I usually go to the gym yeah there there are some attention also from other guys but you know this attention is or this this um, yeah this attention is nothing not like they don't come to me I just feel that that they look that they they might you know ask some questions but um, or start commerce starting conversation but it's nothing like they don't ask me to go out or sometimes you know may, they may uh, add me on Facebook and then they are starting to message me and then they're, they're uh, you know, like asking me out, etc. But at night, yeah, only time when they, they actually, you know, like they know that they... they when they're drunk and they have the courage yeah. to finally come and talk to you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so, and then we add to that all the, the social media, you have more attention coming there as well. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so on a normal day, you've got, I don't know, many, many men showing some kind of interest in you, sexual interest in you, yeah. like, whether that's a look or a, asking a question, a comment, a like, there's plenty of it. Right? Yeah. Okay. This is, I mean, this is interesting for my clients to know this because, like, I'm a good looking man, but I get, if I'm carefully watching, maybe I notice three girls in a day looking at me. Uh, so it's like, the, the, the amount of attention that even a good-looking man gets is tiny compared to what a good-looking girl is getting. So I think we don't understand that there's this huge amount of... And maybe it's not great attention, maybe it's kind of cheap attention. Yeah, uh, usually. Do you care if a, if a guy came and spoke to you and was clearly nervous but was being honest? Would that bother you? No. No, it's happened before. Yeah. I mean, it can be really cute. <laughs> And, and guys don't fake being nervous to try and get the girl either. Okay, let's, let's go back in time to before mm -hmm. you with your boyfriend. Mm -hmm. uh, did, you, did you ever meet men who randomly approached you? So did you ever go on dates with guys who either came and spoke to you on the street or maybe spoke to you in a social situation, a bar or a club or something like that? Uh, yeah, or do you have like some hard rule where you're like, I would never go on a date with a stranger? No, actually, never happened to me. Did, you mean guys never came and approached you? No, no. Really? Like out of blue, I'm like you know sitting, yeah. like you know at, at the at the bar or no. restaurant, um, or like street. Mm, no. Never happened. No, that's happened. an outrage. Never. That's a scandal. If a man had of at some point in your life come up to you when you were single and was not a, a jerk and spoke to you in a respectful way and and was showed that he was interested in you, would you have gone on a date with him? Probably, maybe. Yeah, sure. Why not? Mm -hmm. All right. Well, that's. A, that's a tragedy. <laughs> oh, I should have said no. No, no, no. It's, <laughs> the, the point we're getting across to the guys is go and approach girls on the street because they are open to it. And because <laughs> what I would say is because the assumption is most men think that if a woman is attractive, that she has all the attention she wants, that she has all the options that she wants, that there's no point in him going and talking to her because she's, it would be a waste of his time because she would reject him cold. So all the reasons the guys didn't come and speak to you when they could have, and, it's, and you know, you would have said yes to some of them. They just didn't take that action. So that's the, that's the whole crux of what our business is, is, is teaching guys to take that action, to go and speak to a girl on the street or in a coffee shop or in the bar. And or like where to find a girlfriend, like go to a public library, something like that. You can, well, you can find a girlfriend <laughs> anywhere, that's the thing. Not like, yeah, true, like true. Any, anywhere, as long as you know roughly how to do it. There's good ways to do it, there's bad ways, obviously. Whistling at a girl on the street is not a good idea. No, that's um, like, that's already turned off. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, okay, so how would, let's say hypothetically, if you were single, how would you like to be approached by a guy, let's say, whatever, you're sitting in a, on a park bench reading a book, what would be a good way for him to do that? I like to be, obviously, I would like to be impressed, you know, like right, right away. So what would be impressive in that moment? 
is it impressive at all that he came and spoke to you at all? Like, is that showing some kind of bravery or? Well, I think the way a, a guy would, you know, like speak to me, the, the way would would like either impress me or not. So if a guy, you know, like approaches me, like saying like, oh my God, like that's the girl of my dream, something like that. Yeah, that would be like a little funny and maybe impressive. And, uh, but one, once again, if a guy approaches and asks, you see the intention in his eyes that he's kind of like interested, but he asks like trivial questions like what time is it <laughs> something like that uh don't 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 bother because that's if you want to like uh, to to get an acquainted yeah just just approach and and show your uh intention so tell me what's what makes a good lover like what makes a man good in bed if he's open-minded and uh, he's not that egoistic you know that he can admit that okay maybe this was not that good but I can ask you that why mm -hmm. why wasn't it good for you and he's interested what is good for me mm -hmm. that's the most important what are some areas that you think men misunderstand you or and or women hmm. like an area where you're like oh, I wish men would just understand this I wish that they would understand that we we don't expect that much that they think. That's what you said about the bad. I think uh, it's just, you know, they put the pressure. It, it's in their head. Mm -hmm. Of course, we expect more than two or three minutes, but it's, it's, you know, two new people meeting. It's not going to be perfect for the first time. Mm -hmm. And there is, you know, we are just human, so it's easy to solve if we speak, but... Uh, it's awkward sometimes, mm -hmm. I know. Like, well, what makes a man a good fuck? What makes him good in bed? Oh, okay. That he is not selfish. Mm hmm But uh, if he wants something, just, you know, say. Mm hmm If he wants or sex, then just don't put my head there. Just, you know, like, there are many ways to... Suggest it. Suggest it. Mm hmm And... Let's, I think, to, to care, mm -hmm. not to, to use me as a thing. Mm -hmm. Even if it's like a short-term thing, like even if you never see the guy again, what would be the best way for him to treat you? Like, like let's just say, okay, you meet at a train station and you're both passing in different directions and you're never going to see each other again, but you have an attraction and so you sleep with the person. Mm -hmm. um, there's obviously a good way to do that and a bad way. I think the good way is to if he if he doesn't want to spend the night with me i mean to actually sleep sleep with bed. me yeah uh, then then he should suggest my place because then he can leave when he wants mm -hmm. and there is no awkward morning for him because i think many girls they they want to sleep with with some so if we have sex we don't we don't want to run away mainly i think uh, and if he's into to sleep actually together, then you know we should go to his home, his okay. apartment. He should be like really uh, respectful with me, and not to judge because I'm spending the night with him. And if I don't, then you know like. Yeah, you mean you don't want to be judged as a slut or whatever because yeah. of your because of your decision. Yeah, it's like, it's so like then. If he thinks that, then yeah, yeah. Then, then really I don't want to be there because yeah. it's not for, I don't judge to him. Okay, what about dominance in the bedroom? Is that something that's appealing to you or not appealing to you? Yeah, but I, the dominance should be the man. Yes. In my okay. opinion. Sure, sure. So, okay, so that's something that you respond to very well. Like if a man is dominant physically and is clear about telling you what to do or yeah in a relationship there are you know it can be a common fantasy but in a one-night stand I think it's a very risky thing to be dominant or not because it it can show also that you don't respect you don't handle it well 
but you know a relationship yeah if it's a common thing and if he likes to do that and I like like it also mm-hmm. then it, it, it can work right so you're saying if you're in a situation where you trust the person you know that they respect you then you then you feel much more comfortable comfortable to be submissive or to like have him take control yeah whereas you know in a short-term thing you might be worried about your safety or how he perceives you sorry how what he thinks about you yeah okay I think a lot of guys think that to be good in bed means you have a lot of technical skills right so you know some special g-spot massage and where the clitoris <laughs> is and you research some particular sequence of events maybe like mm-hmm. okay abc steps is that a way to be a great lover do you think every woman works differently so yeah. which is good for me maybe not good for someone else but also you know this it's very 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 um different with every woman i think really like i'm just talking with my girlfriend and someone can come in a like totally different way that I would never, I would be never able to. So the importance then is that he needs to communicate. He needs to ask if it's good and I need, I'm willing to give sign that it's good or not, but he shouldn't think that if he made a girl come with something, then it's going to work the exact same way with another girl because it's not. Are you like, does a dominant man, physically dominant man, is that interesting to you, not interesting to you? Yeah, yeah, it is. I mean, I like it when someone just grabs me and puts me in the bed or whatever is there. It's like, I I like to be dominated a bit, but not not too much, but like a little bit of like hair pulling and I don't know what, it's it's fine. Yeah, BDSM 101, basic (laughs) choking, spanking, hair pulling. Is it like, of course, those things are dependent on certain factors, right? Yeah. What are those factors for you? So, I mean, yeah, unlikely it's going to be with any random person that you just met, but like, what, 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 did, what do you need to have or what parameters or what container do you need to have to be able to explore that side? Well, it's like, it's something that I, I, I don't really talk about. Uh, I want to talk about it when I'm in a relationship, but I need to have uh, some trust and I need to feel safe around that person to talk about it and and of course it depends on what what is his reaction because there was one guy in the past who I told that okay I like this but I didn't tell him anything really serious I just told him that I don't know just some spanking or something and he reacted very badly that it's some some disgusting thing that I want to do and it's mm-hmm. not it's not normal so yeah, I, I, um, I need some trust, like I need, that's the most important thing for me. So the trust is mostly around his judgment, like you need to be, a, you need to feel like he's not going to judge you for that kind of thing. Not only the judgment, it's also like, yeah, well of course after a few weeks you're going to know that, but he's not going to strangle me to death or something, so, right. so it's about like really trusting him with being nice and not hurting me and stopping if I tell him to stop, you know. But for me, I think it's, uh, yeah, when, when sex is really great, then it helps me to to get a bit more connected with my body. Well, let's talk about that then. So what is it that makes a man a good lover then? Um, this is a cliche, but I think that communication is the most important thing. Because if you can speak openly about anything about sex, then it's it's going to be great because you know you just have to really communicate what you want and what you need and of course there are some people who are naturally really good with each other but but usually there are some problems at first or some things that you don't like yeah so i would say that 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 communication is the most important thing so what what about this this dynamic of dominance and submission so if it's something that you've said you're curious, obviously within a context where you feel safe and comfortable, what is it that's interesting about that to you? I knew it really early that I like it and I really enjoy it. And um, I couldn't tell why it's interesting for me. I mean, What does it feel like to be in someone else's power like that? It feels awesome. <laughs> I don't know, I, I mean... Um, it feels it feels really it's a really big turn for me if I if I'm completely like sensitive I know sensitive is not the right word like vulnerable you know mm-hmm. so for example if I'm tied up or something it's it's really it's really up to him what he wants to do to me it's like it's mm-hmm. absolutely his choice 
and it's uh, it's an amazing feeling for me because. Is it to do with the fact that he that you're pleasing him so much, or that he's um, like that you're an object of his desire, or something like that? Yeah, it's not really a feminist thing to say, I guess. But so, look, I know. <laughs> so yeah, it, uh, sometimes it feels like really it's like an, uh, um, as if I was just an object of his needs, desires, and and. Uh, yeah, it's weird. I, I was just thinking about that, but usually I don't get turned on because I see that he likes it. It's just coming from me, so it's mm -hmm. because there are some situations where, where obviously I get turned on because I see that he loves what we are doing or what I'm wearing or I don't know, mm -hmm. and I just get turned on because he's turned on. But this is absolutely not. This is just about me. Mm -hmm. All right, so what makes a good lover, and also what makes a bad lover? <laughs> uh, all right. Um I think once again confidence. So uh, regardless of the body type, you know, like fat, thin, super skinny, you know, like bulk up, you know, like with a bare belly, and uh, the guy should be confident in his skin. So like if a guy, you know, like just had sex and like running, running, running away from me, like covering his, you know, like <laughs> junk with a blanket, well, that's kind of like what, what's wrong with you, dude? I've, I've seen naked guys. That's okay. That's not a problem. And uh, so confidence. So if a guy wants to walk around naked, by all means, mm -hmm. that that's fine. Uh, and I think. Um, prone to find more experiences. That's what I, I, I think would make obviously a good lover. A person who wants to improve, a person who looks for something new or like interesting and uh, not just, you know, like one position and that's what all we're doing. <laughs> that's, yeah, that, that will be a problem. In the early stages of, let's say you meet a guy and you're having a date or yeah. you're, you know, the early stages before you sleep together the first time. Yeah. Is it a good idea for him to touch you or is it a good idea for him to wait until he's got very clear permission or to wait three dates before he tries to kiss you or do you prefer things to happen physically <laughs> to happen fairly quickly or to that there's some very clear step-by-step -step thing? I think a man should really notice when a girl wants him to touch her, touch her. What do you think are your signals? For you, if you if you want a man to touch you, how how are you different than when you don't want uh, to? Betting my lips. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's one. And the long eye contact. And um, also, I always touch him first. In terms of a man physically escalating touch on you, so let's say from from only from originally meeting you through to going and kissing you the first time, what's the best way to go about that? Do you find it? Would you do you like it if a guy expressly verbally asks permission every time he wants to touch you? Is it something that should be happening gradually and and kind of intuitively? Like, how how do you like to a man to progress physically with you? I I I, I don't like it when someone asks for permission. It's, it's not so romantic, and it's uh, it's you know you f I think you should feel it or you should just do what you want to do. Like in terms of like the first kiss, it's usually. Usually both of you feel that it's going to happen, I think. So you don't need to ask for permission. Or if I don't want it, I'm not going to kiss you. So <laughs> it's, I don't know. So I think asking for permission is, is not really not, not turning anyone on, not sexy, not, not romantic whatsoever. If you, let's say you went on one day, it's two dates, maybe three, if you really thought he was interesting and he's not making a move, he's not touching you, he's not getting close to you, he's not looking at you with clear intention. Is this ruining the sexual tension? Is this ruining his chances? Well, I think at that point I would start, you know, like kind of like questioning myself. Mm -hmm. Is it something wrong with me? Mm -hmm. Am I like not, you know, like attractive enough mm -hmm. or like maybe something is wrong with me? So at that point I would like start thinking uh, like what's what's going on? Like <laughs> maybe I need to dress, you know, like more provocative. I don't know. Maybe maybe the guy is waiting for me to make a move. But I mean, how? He wants me, like you know, to tell. Let's 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 kiss, or like let's have sex. I'm I'm fine. I'm ready. So you you are free to touch me. I don't know what what kind of messages uh, a guy can can expect. I guess he needs kind of like to to make a move. You know, like I'm not talking about like you know grabbing grabbing me, like forcing to do something, but you know like a slight move and then see whether you know like it's. 
um, the, whether he received the same in return. If, if the girl says no, and if, if the guy sees that it's like a really 100% no, no, just, just, just leave it be. But if the girl is kind of like, oh, yes, but, well, okay, you, you have a chance. Yeah. For you, what are, what are the qualities in a man that are most important? To be loyal mm -hmm. and to be honest and uh, to be mature enough. To be mature enough? Yeah, yes, yes, yes. Because I'm living on my own for, I don't know, four years now. And that's why I cannot date with somebody, somebody who is in still college or something like that. Mm -hmm. And what is, a, what, what is a mature, how do you know a man's mature, aside <laughs> from if he has a house or some other thing like that? Well, I think one thing is that we can uh, discuss about anything, like, se like our sexual life, the sexual problems that we have, or what, can we, what we can change about our sexual life. I think that's the most important. Mm -hmm. so, so I know that he's mature enough to, to talk about our relationships and he doesn't afraid to share his emotions. And I know chemistry is kind of a hard thing to define, but how do you know when you feel chemistry? Like, what's the proof to you? <laughs> For me, that I can't stop thinking about um, kissing him. Uh -huh. Yeah, that's the first sign. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's a good sign. In our heart and soul, we can just feel if somebody is the same as we are. But chemistry means that I am always open to talk with that somebody. Mm -hmm. And I can never get bored with him. And, um, and that I can have sex with him a lot of times. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes. Do you think there's things that a man can do to affect that, to change it? Mm, I think with his confidence, yeah. Mm -hmm. What about his attention and presence? That's a good point. <laughs> that can help also, yes. For me, it's really important the eye contact. Mm -hmm. I think that's the most important. But, but it's also important to touch me sometimes so that I can feel that yeah he's listening and he feels like I am attractive for him mm -hmm. and things like that yes okay so why is it that if a man is confident yeah why do you care like what does that do for you okay let's say I'm, I'm confident like that's good for me but why does that why is that interesting to you for me because um, once I had a boyfriend and he never talked it was like entertaining myself. It was so boring. I mean, I'm, I'm not boring, but you know, when I'm just keep talking and talking and he doesn't have any opinion about anything, mm -hmm. that is really boring. And I think it was because he didn't have confidence mm -hmm. and he couldn't express his feelings or his opinion or, or anything he is interested in. Mm -hmm. So that's why confidential should I mean confidence should be really really important mm -hmm. what qualities or characteristics mm -hmm. do you find attractive mm -hmm. in a man that he knows what he wants and uh, I don't mean it so he's uh, I don't find this word <laughs> but so he's very when he he speak he he doesn't ask me oh where sh should we go because I don't know so he had some he has some some concretes in his head, so what, let's say, if he invites me to a dinner, date, that he has something in his mind what to do, and he didn't ask, he doesn't ask me the question that, oh, I don't know, what should we do, or where should we go? Yeah, I think the word you're looking for is decisive. Yeah. yeah to make decisions, clearly. Yeah. Okay, so... This is important for me, and... Why is that important? Because I, I, I don't like when... when you know, it, I hate this line that whatever for me or it's fine by me because it's you have always you have a preference mm -hmm. every time. If I ask you a question, it's even this or that. There is nothing between, and mm, I think they are doing this because they want me to to decide and to decide my pre to you know to please you yeah, basically to please me. But sometimes it's just uh, annoying for me. Right. How do you know, like, what are the signs or the proof to you that a man is confident? What does that mean? Is it about he's got a gun and a car, a fast car and no. a cool suit or something? Like, no. What is it? His look, I mean, his, uh, like, how he looks to, on me, 
You mean the way his eye contact is? And, yeah. yeah. That he keeps eye contact, like I do with you now. Like he, he doesn't like. I hate when someone is like you know. Breaking eye contact. Yeah. Can't, can't hold it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that you know he. Also, this word is not Posture. coming to me. Yeah, like standing or sitting like this, mm-hmm. and the way that he speaks, that uh, uh, mm, uh, this is not confident. So, like, he's very like concrete, and mm-hmm. he speaks in sentences, nothing in with us and with words. Mm-hmm. You've got a lot of choice, like of whether it's great choices or not great choices. There's a lot of choices. So, what is it that a ma- that is going to make one man stand out from that crowd of hundred guys in a day or whatever that want to have sex with you? <laughs> Which why is it that one of them is going to get a chance and the others are not? Hmm. It's just the feeling, maybe you know, the chemistry. Mm-hmm. How 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 he talked to me. What does chemistry mean to you? Like, because people will say that often, chemistry. Mm-hmm. How do you know when you've got chemistry with someone? That uh, I, when I, I think that I, you know, might touch him, it, it gives me a good, good thoughts or good energy. Mm-hmm. Is it, is it to do with the way, like how present he is? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think how he presents himself. I don't mean how he presents. I mean. How he looks? No, no not like, just that. When I say presence, I mean, like right now, I'm I'm being very present with you because I'm looking at you clearly and I'm mm-hmm. focused on you, and I'm not randomly thinking about other stuff. Like if I was to be doing this interview like this and and you know looking at my watch and phone and, not, and, phone. and phone, please <laughs> please mention phone. All right, and not listening to your answers. Thank and, you. and if I was doing all those things, you would perceive okay, this this guy is not present. We would say, or yeah. is not aware of me. So, like, how, how important is it for a man to be, like, this there is very with you? important. So you should you should you should give me the impression that you you do care of me. Like, I hate when someone is looking at his phone or looking not looking into my eyes or just you know talking with with someone else sometimes. And this this is not a good feeling, and then I wouldn't be sure if if he if he wanna be with me. Mm-hmm. I had I had dates like this. Tell me about one of those dates. Uh, very good looking guy, uh, cinema, and before the cinema we went to eat something, and I swear uh, I think he he talked with someone else or some more people on his phone than with me. I think one of the most important things for me is to have a good sense of humor or mm-hmm. at least to be be able to laugh about also serious things and to and for, for a man to be able to laugh about himself because I really hate these guys who you, you cannot even tell a joke about some small mistake that he did or something because they, they get really upset. Talk more about that. You, there's a because you, I, I doubt you want to date a professional comedian. No, like, no, no, it's not like that. Right. It's really not so like So talk more about that concept of like a man who, who, can, who can, you know, uh, not take himself so seriously versus a man who always has to, whatever, whatever that means to you and why is that so important? Well, it's important for me because me, I, I personally really, I don't know why, maybe it's not such a good thing, but I really like to like, the Australians say either take a piss. Taking the piss? Yeah. yeah. So, like playful teasing. You would yeah, say. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I also enjoy when someone is saying that to me. I think that's uh, that's that's oh, that's been part of every relationship I had. I think, like this teasing, and it's it's, you know, it's when I meet a guy who's who gets upset from that, uh, I feel like okay, we are not meant for each other because this is a big part of my personality and. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I don't want to make him feel bad, but mm. also I'm not going to stop doing it because I enjoy it. So, mm. what do you enjoy about that kind of banter? I think it's it's like part of the the dynamics of the relationship because you know it's like a bit these small things that I tease him and he teases me. It's like the balance is getting restored. I don't know mm-hmm. when he does something and then I tease him about it. I don't know. It's it's kind of this balance for me, but I, maybe I'm not explaining it in the right way. Is there something to do with the tension, like the polarity of like 
creating tension and then resolving tension. Yeah, yes, yes. Something because like that's that. a turn on, because it's fun. Yeah, it's also a turn on, yeah. Yeah, because, the, because of what, the resolution. Are you, are, you, are you sometimes deliberately a brat so that you get punished for it? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I get more turned on when someone is teasing me, like, like when they are joking about something that I do. I don't know why, but, mm -hmm. but it also turns me on, yeah. Is there any is there any correlation between men you've been with, or are they all randomly different? Or? They are very different, but there are some some common things. Like, um, yeah, I really like men with strong opinions who like who really like to who are comfortable with with saying whatever they think. You know, like uh, who are not afraid to to not to agree with me or to think in a different way than me and telling me if I'm not right in something <laughs> and uh, yeah that's that's another important thing and it's also important for me to have some kind of common interest in like politics and things that happen in the world because I also met some guys who were like no I don't want to hear a word about politics or anything on the news because it's just they think that it's not good to talk about those things mm -hmm. so have you have you had experience with men who are obviously trying to please you or trying to say the right thing? Yeah. What, so if you can think of one, that would be cool, or if not, tell me about that in general. Yeah, there was, a, there was one guy who, um, who I didn't, I never went on a date with him, he just really wanted to go, and I always told him that I don't want to go, but he was kind of in the, in, in, so he's my friend still or something, so he hangs out with us a lot. And whatever said, whatever stupid thing, because of course sometimes I say stupid things, whatever stupid things I said, he was he always agreed with me and he was always having some fights with my friends because my friends told me that it's stupid what I think or what I say or what I want to do. And this guy was always just protecting me and it's, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's very weird when someone does that. I mean, it's, I don't know why they think that it's a problem if you have different opinions about something. I mean, if you're always agreeing on everything, then what are you going to talk about? <laughs> what do you think it says about his... Like, why is that un unappealing to have a guy who's trying to please you? Because many men would think, and, we, and many men are, t are kind of take a narrative from Hollywood or from their parents or whatever, that be nice to girls, you know, make sure, don't, don't, be, don't ever make them feel uncomfortable, be a gentleman, be always polite, be a nice guy, that kind of narrative. Is there a problem with that narrative? Oh, I mean, there's, it's, uh, there's absolutely nothing wrong with being a gentleman or being polite, but it doesn't mean that you always have to agree on anything, because mm -hmm. it's, it's very cool to have some arguments about like intellectual things or not so intellectual things. It's, it's really great. What does that create? It's like uh, you have this tension and then either you solve it or you have great sex after it because you have a fight and you cannot agree on anything. So. It's the only thing you can do. <laughs> what do you think confidence means in a man? Like, how, how do you know that a man is confident? Like, what is it? Because I think most people perceive confidence to be represented by actions, certain actions, and possibly also by these external factors that he appears to have status, that people appear to respect him, or he has money, or something like this. Um, whereas, I mean, there are plenty of people that are actually very at ease with themselves and confident that don't have those things. So how do you know that a man is really confident? If, let's say if he didn't have any, there was no external signifiers to you. Well, obviously you need to talk to him. So you need to start a conversation and during the conversation, um, I think to me confidence means that a person knows what he wants, first of all, like in general, in his life, in relationship, what he wants, how he wants to achieve it, and where he stands right now. So that's to me confidence. A guy who is saying, oh, I don't know what to do with my life, maybe that, maybe this, well, that's already not really attractive at all. Why is that? Why do you, why do you care if he feels confident or not? Well, because in a relationship, you either a decision maker, or you rely on your partner, or both of partners like agree on some decision together. And uh, since uh, well, I consider myself rather more logical and rational, and I'm prone to, 
to take actions, less talk and take action. This is how I do my life, <laughs> rule my life, <laughs> if I can put it that way. Uh, so in a relationship, I don't need to have a partner as a kid mm -hmm. to take decisions for him. I, I don't mind, and don't get me wrong, a partner coming to me asking, like, I'm confused, I don't know what to do in this particular situation, that's, that's, not, that's not what I'm talking about. But, like, in general, if a guy just sits on his arse and, like, he doesn't really like his career, I mean, there is career is not existent, let's put it that way, uh, he doesn't like what he does for a living, he doesn't like his friends or surroundings, so the question is, look, so why don't you want to change it? And here comes, well, lots of excuses, excuses, excuses. So that's what I mean uh, when, when, when talking about like confidence, decision-making. So the benefit to you from a man, being with a man who's confident is that, that you get to move in a direction together as opposed to you needing to be the person that leads a situation. Yeah, so basically I'm looking for a partnership. So it means that one partner can lead another partner at some point and vice versa. But I'm not looking for someone who just, you know, takes me by the hand and like organizes my life for me. That's not going to happen. And the same, I'm not looking for a partner whom I'll be taking care of. I'm not looking for a kid. If I wanted to have a child, <laughs> I, would, I would have a child. But if I look for a partnership, I need uh, an equal. Tell me about what makes a bad date. A bad date when you have nothing to talk about because you have nothing in common. That's mm -hmm. the worst. That awkward silence and you're just sitting there and mm, I, I should come up with something but I don't know what. Mm -hmm. So that, that's, that's the worst. Yes. Okay. So in that situation, a guy's sitting there and he's thinking, fuck, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to ask her. What, what, what would be your advice in that situation? If you could step out of that date and go all right everyone stop let's let's work out how to make this date better what, what, what would you tell that guy I think there are <coughs> topics which can be discussed like uh, traveling your last holiday your dreams where you want to be what about what about touch so you, you've talked about how the you were saying that you sometimes touch the guy yeah do you do that in a way that's like very obvious or more like it's almost like an accident Almost like an accident. Yeah. I yeah so. Yes. <laughs> I think every woman does that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's it's a it's it's. I teach that to guys, and I learned that from watching women do it to me. Really? Yeah, because like girls do that if they want to touch a guy, they don't just like put their arm around him. Yeah. It's like they they'll they'll like lean across and do this. Yes. Or. Uh, and then you're laughing, and you can just oh. Right. <laughs> All right. So it's you would say it's important for a man to notice these signals. Yes. Yeah. Have you had have you had experiences where you were interested in a guy, you were giving him clear signals and he didn't really notice? Yes. <laughs> yes, I had it and it was really awkward because I was disappointed mm -hmm. that maybe he doesn't like me or what is the problem? Mm -hmm. I didn't know for sure. Right. It doesn't feel very nice, does it? No. Yeah. And is it a good idea for a man to ask, like to say, hey, I want to kiss you or something or just to try and no. kiss you? No. <laughs> never. We can never say this <laughs> because we are women and I think that a really, really mature guy should notice that ah, she wants to kiss, so I will. Do you look at a man's behaviour, because I think you mentioned this earlier when you said he should be kind but not just to me but to my friends and you know people that I know. Mm -hmm. So are you looking to see the way he treats other people as well as you? Yes. Like for, for example, if you're on a date and he was rude to the waiter, would you notice that? And yes. Yeah. I would not want another date with that guy because if he can be so rude with a waiter or a waitress, then he could be rude with me. Mm -hmm. and, and it also suggests to you that even though he might be perfectly polite to you, that maybe it's bullshit. Yeah. Do you like a man to be very dominant in bed? Mm, not all the time, mm -hmm. but most of the time, yes. So let's say, would it, would, how, if, a, if a guy was only ever doing very slow, tender, gentle lovemaking, would that be boring or fun? It would be boring. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I would feel that maybe he, he doesn't think that I am so attractive or I don't know. Mm -hmm. it, would, it would be not so confident for me. 
Tell me more about myself. what's the opposite of that. So, okay, so if you, in a situation where a man is, let's say, too tender and shy in bed, mm -hmm. and you, you perceive that as, okay, he's not crazy about me because yeah. he doesn't want to fuck me. Yeah. Is that it? Yeah. <laughs> okay. yeah. All right, so, so then what is, it, what, what is it for you that if, let's say you don't, want, you don't like dominance all the time, but let's say if it's something that's interesting, interesting to you, what is it about that that turns you on or is interesting? I really love when we are just, I don't know, cooking or something really natural thing we are doing and he just grabs me and kisses me and tells me that, ah, okay, I just want to fuck you right now. Mm -hmm. And then I say, ah, okay, <laughs> I can go. <laughs> yeah, so he needs to be confident and, and uh, yeah, that's the trigger for me sometimes to what grab is it, me. What is it about that that's appealing to you? It makes me feel like I am attractive. Mm -hmm. And he's really interested in me right now. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's like he can't help himself. No. <laughs> he, he can't wait until after dinner. Yeah. And that makes you feel really sexy. Yes. Uh, what's the best date you've ever been on and why? Hmm, the best date that I have ever been, it was uh, we went to ice skate. And uh, I don't know how to ice skate. Mm -hmm. Or I mean now maybe I know better than back then. Mm -hmm. And, you know, he was helpful. It was funny, you know, we drank wine, hot wine, it was just we, it was mainly about the man, not about the day, but it was just funny, like, you know, it was cold, so we, we hugged, mm -hmm. you know, because I don't know how to ice skate, he held my hand to help me, it was, it was really nice. That's funny, it's because that's cool, because it's like simple. It's do, you're doing something together, you're, like, you're learning something, there's a reason to touch each other, it's not about money or about impressing each other, it's just like you're sharing experience. So you would say that's like obviously much better than a guy spending, taking you to the fanciest restaurant in town and to try and impress you over dinner. Mm, yeah. yeah, and if I sh could uh, think for the second best, it was uh, a dinner what he cooked. Mm -hmm. So it was impressive because my father can't cook, so I never saw a man cooking like that. <laughs> <laughs> if you, do you think a man should ask a girl on dates and should pay for everything? And like, how do you feel about that kind of traditional chivalrous dating? Um, I don't think he should pay for everything. I mean, I'm gonna be honest here. I'm I'm happy if he offers to pay for like the first date if we get a coffee or something. But I expect him to to let me pay on like the next date. So I really hate it when there's like a small fight about this because I say that, hey, I'm gonna pay for this. And he thinks that I'm only saying it to like... As a token. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but no, I really want to pay. So it's, I like, uh, I want it to be in a balance. Yeah. That's a very confusing thing for men because men, some women are like you. Many, many women expect the man to pay for everything. And so when they say, oh, I'll pay, they actually mean no. And if you, did, if you accepted the money, yeah, that's then... That's so stupid. It's, people do so many stupid things. <laughs> and if you don't want to pay, then don't offer it to me. Yeah. You know? Let's talk about bad dates. What are, the, what are the exact things that you've noticed that are patterns that where you're like, okay, I've seen this before, this is boring. So uh, when a guy is trying way too hard, like he's go all full, um, you know, alpha man. Mm -hmm. <laughs> First of all, it's like you see that the guy isn't really comfortable playing this role, but it is like like he's like forced to do it in order in order to get me. Mm -hmm. And uh, obviously, if you are behaving not the way you are not, not, not who you are, at the end you kind of like end up being frustrated, depressed and you cannot maintain this alpha man like for like for the whole length of relationship. At some point it will crack. So let's, let's investigate this concept of the alpha male and the, the way a man perceives that he is supposed to act. So he's trying to force certain types of behavior in order to, I guess, impress you to, because he presumes that a woman wants something, like that he wants a certain, she wants a certain set of behaviors. Uh, well, from the culture um, I came from, it means that a girl is looking, first of all, for a protector. Mm -hmm. So like, I'm a, you know, like a little scary girl, I would like to find a man who represents a protector. Mm -hmm. So like, to whom I can go to talk about my troubles and just tell that I don't know what to do, kind of like, please help me out to solve, to solve problems for me. And uh, so meaning that 
a guy during a date, he's trying to be way too, not like protective, but like predicting, like, you know, rushing in front of me, opening the door. That's, <laughs> that's, that's a really good thing, opening the door. That's what I expect my partner to do, but no need to rush in front of me because it's already this whole situation looks well awkward, mm -hmm. if, not, if not funny. Would you say there's a difference in motivation? Like it, the reason why he's doing it is important? Because let's say if he's running to the other side of the room and he's, and he's like making a big show of doing all of these traditional, like he's checking the boxes of five chivalrous don't, things. Don't checklist. Yeah. Mm -hmm. To me, that seems like the motivation for him to do that is because he thinks that's what will impress you. That's, as opposed to maybe some other kind of motivation that you're interested in. That's exactly. He thinks that that will impress me. But does it actually come as natural behavior to him? That's, that's, that's what my concern. Is it a natural behavior for a guy to run across the room to get a cut for me? He, not just what he thinks I might like. I might not like it at all. And I might not even tell, you know, like how girls can, can, can do. They just, you know, keep quiet and then just don't answer your calls. So you and the guys puzzled, like, what did I do wrong or what I, I don't know, I didn't. So, yeah, when it feels natural, yeah, just, just, just do it. If you don't, just don't seek for opportunities to show that you can be an alpha man. When opportunities come, yeah, be who you are. Otherwise, it's just just like playing a game. Is it even a good idea to go on a long dinner date where you have to sit opposite each other for two hours and have this kind of formal situation? No, such dates actually bore me. Yes. Bore me to hell. Correct. Extremely, extremely bore me to hell. And uh, once again, first of all, you need to, you need to dress up. <laughs> <laughs> and Even if you're the, Russian, you have to dress up extra. Exactly. And <laughs> that's, that's another kind of like, you know, biases. But you are Russian. So what? Does not mean that I have like, you know, a bunch of high heel shoes, like yes, mini dresses. You must. Uh, exactly. And I have a bear in my kitchen, right? <laughs> and a bottle of vodka in the cabinet. No. And um, so uh, even, even though I'm, I'm, I'm a Russian girl, um, we grew up uh, with like with an image that when you go on a date, first of all, a girl also and a partner should be entertained somehow culturally. So you go to an exhibition, so you have something to discuss, you have something to talk about. And during this conversation, you can understand, okay, so a person just hates the art, like in general, just don't bring it up. And from that moment, <laughs> well, I'm just like roughly speaking, not from my own experience. Uh, so during this kind of like conversation about the main topic, of let's say exhibition or a movie or like a theater play, you can you can pick the triggers whether it's worth even to consider a second date, whether it's worth to consider a relationship, and um, so yeah. But if I'm invited and I was on multiple occasions to first date at the restaurant, <laughs> well, that's what we talked about. The guy was sitting across the table wearing suits. All right, so we are going to talk about business probably. So here's my CV, take a look and uh, am I good enough? <laughs> yep. Thanks so much for listening to the Natural, Natural Lifestyles, Lifestyles Podcast. Podcast. Check us out on YouTube at The Natural, Natural TV. TV. See you on the next episode.